Five. Up, people. Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and joining me this week, remotely, still in quarantine for maybe another week or two, because Tyler's going on vacation. Sorry if we got your hopes up about us reuniting next, <laughs> last week, but here we here we are in our it own happens. humble abodes, and uh, I'm joined by Tyler Hadley. Hey, everybody. How we doing? The Sub-Zero hero himself, Kenny Castro. What's up, what's up, guys? And the do artistic one, who's being artistic as we speak, Anthony Duarte. I'm drawing a butterfly. Let's see it. <laughs> Very nice. It's Sorry, actually I forgot your Phantom uh, producer name. Phantom Tyler, uh, producer Hadley. <laughs> Phantom Butterfly. Alrighty. So it's been a tumultuous okay. week in uh, the U.S. This, this week, to say the least, um, after the... Murder of George Floyd was caught on camera, um, or film, I shouldn't say caught on camera. Um, protests all over the country have been happening. I'm sure everybody's aware of this. Uh, the discord on social media has just been completely transformed after nothing but coronavirus talk for over yeah. two months. Um, and it's been making a lot of emotions come up for me is in, ter- in terms of just anger and confusion on how to best help and um, trying to express, trying to, I don't know, advocate on behalf of, you know, people that are, are suffering to, to others that don't understand and that, you know, are just complaining about the riding and everything like that. So mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about that throughout the show there's a lot happening in the game industry in in regards to it as well you know we're planning on doing this episode tomorrow because we wanted to talk about the PlayStation 5 reveal event and they kind of said this is not a time for celebration it's a time for more important voices to be heard and we'll be going through what some other um developers and publishers are doing in response to the movement and i think it's pretty encouraging to see uh, from what a lot of them are doing. So we'll get into that more so with cruising foreign news. And, but I just wanted to start the show with what, what you guys are feeling about it and how, I don't know. Does anybody want to volunteer to start? I mean, personally with me, I, you know, I don't really go outside much, so to speak. Um, but I have been hearing, you know, you really can't escape it. Just like Corona virus, you know, you, you, you've, this is, that's all that's going on now in the news or social media. Um, and obviously, you know, this is, it, it is a tragedy and this, what's going on is just, you know, it's absolutely crazy. You know, we go from one hotbed of chaos to another one. And uh, I mean, I think all, you know, it does suck and it, I know it can be a little unnerving. I have a lot of people um, that I talk to that they are kind of nervous or, you know, they, everyone's still on edge even more so now. Um, don't know really like what's going to happen, or they're you know they're very conflicted. They have a lot of feelings. You know, they're like very angry, but don't know what to do um, because of one the situation that's going on, um, and two because they feel like they want to help in some way. But I feel like the best way that you can help now, as you know, somebody at home or pretty much doing anything, is just like don't be a dick. Like don't. There's no reason for more chaos on top of this. Like, you know, I'm totally cool with the protests and everything going on. Like, go out, get your voice heard, be yourself. But just be positive and just, you know, don't be a fucking prick. Mm-hmm. Well, I see what you're saying for sure about being positive and everything. But I think that 
there also is a time for anger and for going out and demanding change. And if you have to do it sometimes in a way that makes people uncomfortable, that I totally understand. Um, oh no, for sure. But I don't. I just mean like on the fact of like the rioting, like violence, taking it to the extreme, extreme, like looting. You know, because you have those people out there that are taking advantage of the situation. You know, being like, oh, it's a protest, so let's just you know turn it into a riot, or let's go loot, or let's just fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the police have been acting in such tyrannical ways in a lot of these situations where they're like, you know, in full decked out military gear. Um, you know, you saw the American, uh, the black American journalists arrested on live TV on CNN. Uh, you see them tear gassing protesters uh, in D.C. Um, you know, there's strict um, curfews in a lot of the cities now. I saw a terrible video of like a man being detained with his neck, or with just just like Floyd, with his knee on his back at like 7:45, like before curfew had even been over in Cincinnati. I saw a lot of friends sharing that uh, that live in Ohio. So I don't know. Like I really do think there needs to be change um, in a serious way in, in terms of policing and in terms of um, profiling and I think that, you know, once Black Lives Matter movement started five or six years ago, it's, um, you know, it had its a day where it was on the forefront of a lot of people's minds, but this just brought it back in a way that um, is unprecedented in our in our lifetimes, I think, as far as racial tensions go. I mean, maybe in the early 90s with like the, the riots in LA and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, I just... <laughs> I definitely, I definitely agree ahead, with you, Wiley. And, um, I can see it from more Ant's point of view, but I definitely think you hit it on the nail when you said um, there comes a point in time where there has to be anger, right? And mm-hmm. what people are forgetting is that we were at, as a nation, at a point where we were a, we were, ex- we were boiling and like ready to explode, right? With all the racial mm-hmm. tension, all the police brutality then you force us to stay home for a couple months quarantined right shut down everything for our for our well-beings people's mental health people on the brink of losing it right and then george floyd gets killed and the fact that the riots are happening right but they're not as bad as i actually expect them to be right mm mm-hmm. So that says a lot to me that people are were still able to come out and do peaceful peaceful protests, silent protests, you know, do what they needed to do. But I expected more riots, more violent riots. I think there's mm. one in Springfield going on right now. There's a protest yeah, there, in Springfield. There, there is a protest that is that started at the Central High School. Um, it went all mm. the way down down state, I think, through the streets, and I think it still might be going on actually. But that one has not has been going on without a problem from my from my understanding. I haven't heard anything really bad go down, but they you know they've been doing their thing. And honestly, this is what was expected. Like I expected to be protests, and I expected to be more right more violence because you can't just keep beating people down and keep allowing the police to just you know go about their business in these cities. Uh, you know, and you see these videos. The black these these people who are dying are practically pleading for their lives while they're while they're being killed you know well floyd totally was exactly doing that that's what was so shocking about the video exactly so as as people this could have been your uncle brother 
cousin, whatever, you're going to be mad. You're going to get angry. You're going to get violent. You know, sometimes you can't just help it. And unfortunately, you know, things are being broken. And some people are taking advantage of it, like you said, Ant. But it's to be expected. Like I say, like, you, the peaceful protests have only gotten people so far. There hasn't been any change. How many people have died from the first time Black Lives Matter started until now without any change, you know? And that was peaceful protests. Um, there has to, in, at that point in time, you got to bring it up to the next level to be heard because you're not being heard right now. Mm-hmm. You know? We've got uh, some really amazing and got somebody in the articulate and uh, powerful voices on cable news this week uh just sitting at home watching and i do think that maybe this can be a turning point where we can where effective change can be had and there can be some good out of it um so that's my hope anyway um yeah but we've got a sky as over in twitch she says i see the change i truly see people understanding it's sad to say that i was honestly Surprised to see the amount of, I don't even know what this guy's saying. The amount of support for the BM BLM movement. That matter. I, yeah. I think what he, I think what he's just trying to say is that, you know, I think it shocked him the overwhelming amount of support that just came out from corporations to celebrities. Um mm-hmm. we've had, you know, people of color be killed by police before. Yeah. And though it wasn't this type of overwhelming support for the Black Lives Matter movement. And this time it's like, without a doubt, everyone is coming out of any corner supporting it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, my, my hope all throughout all of this is, right, we're, we're doing the protests, we're doing the movements right now, right? When it matters most, when we gotta, when we're paying... Oh. Uh-oh. Kenny, cut out. Kenny's cutting out. Um, Kenny. He'll be back shortly, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh no, he just yeah, like, like my screen. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I started lagging for some reason. Oh man. Oh, we 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 can hear you again. So I was saying that my hope is that people don't lose their energy and bring the same energy to the elections, right? Mm. Make sure you're totally. make sure you're voting in the officials that have your that have your best interests, who want the change that's gonna better everyone's lives but especially the black lives are, that are that we're losing every day right all right mm-hmm. definitely yeah be engaged in local elections yep. uh, as as well as the national ones uh we got to get public enemy number one out of the white house this november um i think that would be a big step in towards of i mean his response this week has just been i it's hard to imagine a, a worse end more incompetent leader in my opinion i mean it's hard you can't even call him a leader he, he's um entrepreneur just been a businessman uh, he's been a, sure stake owner he's just you know his when the looting starts the shooting starts tweet that's kind of what set off his, his bullshit and then he's you know on the phone with governors calling them weak telling people that you got to dominate them and put them in jail for years for protesting and calling all the protesters just like far left radicals and it's just uh he, he's something else and i just it's a disgrace that he's the president and uh that's what i have to say about that yeah, no, no, definitely. I go, definitely agree with go you. watch space force and you'll see how ridiculous <laughs> I, I, that show is funny because of how ridiculous it makes the 
the government look. Mm. Shit's fucking wild. It's pretty right funny. Now. It is Shit's certainly fucking wild. fucking wild. It's the most history-making year in a long time. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Twenty yeah. baby. So we are going to touch back on this theme throughout the episode. We got a lot to talk about through what what Sony, Microsoft, EA, Square, lots of other game developers are doing um, in response to this. But I think we can get into now with the games we've been playing this past week, which we, we have been doing. This is a weekly video game podcast where we get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. And we all played Minecraft Dungeons this week. Um, Ooh, one so night good. with all four of us, another night with uh, me, Kenny, and Tyler. And why don't you give your impressions of it, uh, Tyler? Oh, me, sure. You start us off, <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I am actually super surprised at how much fun i'm having with the game uh particularly playing with you guys and uh i think wiley you really said what i was thinking in terms of i I think the people who have been kind of reviewing this and saying that it's not a great game are the people who probably haven't been putting it on like the highest difficulties or have only been playing solo or something or things like that where it's definitely not as exciting playing it solo. And there's just like something to be said about the times where you're getting surrounded by mobs all of a sudden and you go down and people are trying to pick you back up and then like, oh, you're you, you're the only one left. And at that point, it's pretty much just like futile efforts. <laughs> um, so it's yeah, been- it really is like, go ahead. I just what you said about when one person dies, like it's, it's like a it ramps up a domino effect because you got to go save him because in 30 seconds more enemies will start spawning if you don't revive your friend and then you start, actually you start taking damage and so it's really imperative that you stick together and when you're playing on the higher difficulties you can get you know two hit by some enemies and i actually have been had to think more strategically playing Minecraft with you guys than I have for my entire playthrough of Diablo 3. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, like, this game's harder than Diablo. It blows my mind. We are playing the other night, we just, like, at, like right as that failed the mission, the first mission we tried failed, like, three times. Well, I think we beat it, but we, mm-hmm. we you get, like, what, three team lives? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it was, that was, I think that was, it was fun, though. I mean, it was just, I think that that's really kind of ironic to say that Minecraft, Minecraft Dungeons is harder than Diablo <laughs> on the hardest setting we played at. Yeah, well, not to say, like, I'm sure Diablo 3 can get extremely difficult with, like, it has 26 difficulties or something, like, levels of torment, Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, we've only messed around with the early levels of torment, so I'm sure the end game of Diablo can get super intense like that, but we just had a lot of fun playing that first night, I mean, we were just laughing and reviving people and running and killing stuff and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, like Getting new gear and being like, little... like, "Ooh, guys, I got this gear!" Like, suck it. Yep, I got to <laughs> yeah. We put it down. I'm healing. You know, it's it's, it's very charming as well. I think that there's room for lots of expansions and things to add, and hopefully they're not all paid. Yeah. Um, 
-hmm. You know, we are getting pretty close to the end of our playthrough. I think there's nine total levels, and we got through seven of them, something like that. And Kenny says there's some hidden hidden levels as well. And then, of course, you replay them on higher difficulties to get better gear. And I know that there's an expansion coming in July. So that'll probably get us back into it once we finish it up. And I, overall, am pretty happy with it. I'm I'm on Metacritic right now, checking out the response uh for xbox one the score is sitting at 75 from critics and eight from um uh what do you call them users and that's that's always good when you have a game like this has positive reaction from the user that's you know it's doing something right which i, mm-hmm. I do think that it's accessible enough it's charming it does the minecraft personality thing well I think it looks really good. The other night I was saying, oh, this looks just like a really great PS1 game. Yeah. And uh, I I definitely, you know, I I don't know if I can watch it tonight. I think I might watch Uncut or play it tonight. I might be watching Uncut Gems with Elena. But maybe. No, is that a series? We'll is Uncut Gems a series or a movie? <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. It's, um, yeah, it's an Adam Sandler film where he plays a... Yeah, a diamond hustler, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially. Uh, Did you already? I mean, it's uh, is that exactly not exactly that he's like a diamond hustler. You I mean he works in the diamond district of New York City, um, and he just kind of just like has like a, like a gambling problem and and stuff like that, which like gets him into a bunch of trouble. Okay. Yeah, it's it's you know not his usual comedic role. I have liked some of his dramatic stuff in the past. He, I really liked the film Punch, Punch Drunk, Lo- Drunk Love. Did you guys ever see that? I heard of it, but I didn't see it. No, me either. It's pretty good. What was I? When I what did Adam Sandler play in that one? He plays kind of like a mellow uh, guy that works at a furniture store. I want to say something like that. It's like a low key romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. And this is like a high octane thriller where, you know, it's it looks very intense. And I hear that it's got just that type of energy throughout the film that like keeps it going. Like it's fast paced, and I haven't seen it yet. Tyler, Tyler's the one that watched it, so yeah, that's good. Uh, to, to get back on the topic of video games, uh, we have Sky as Ten in Twitch asking, "What's our opinion on the Series X?" If we want to quickly touch upon that, uh, as it currently stands. Uh, Kenny, you want to start with that one? Um, me personally, my thoughts on the Series X is, um, I think they're heading in the right direction. But I think I'm excited for it. You guys know I'm an Xbox guy. Um, I'm Team Xbox, as you guys might be Team PlayStation. Uh, but they showed a shitty Assassin's I, Creed gameplay. Nah. They did, they did. You know, they wasn't all that great. Um, they're they're you know showing off gameplay and everything like that. But that was just one small bump in the road from all the good that they've been like pouring out. Um, they showed us the the design. I like the design. They're being really player friend, like you know, consumer friendly with their with the device. You know, by making it so that. You know, you don't have to feel like you have to go out and buy the S Series X day one. You know, mm. to be able to enjoy all I these do. new games. But but how come Epic and Unreal Engine didn't really talk about Xbox? Hey, that's fine. <laughs> they don't have to. That, I, I, that was just a deal with Sony, man. Like that's gonna be on the Xbox too. Exactly. 
So I'm not I'm not yeah. too worried about that all that extra stuff. You know, I'm pretty sure Xbox saw what they did, how they how they dropped the ball with like the Xbox One. So that's gonna get rat- uh, ratified, and they're gonna really solidify this drop with the Series X. They want to make sure that when they drop this, here there's not gonna be any like backlash about it or any like oh my god this thing sucks or I'm not getting that, right? Right, and I do think that it's interesting this past week, and this is going to be the kind of the the main separating factor. I think is that there are going to be at launch PlayStation Five exclusive games, and with the Series X, they're taking this new approach where everything will still be able to run on an Xbox One, yep. even though it runs maybe significantly better on the Series X. So you're going to have people saying this is true next gen for the PS Five, and Xbox One X won't get there for a year or two whenever they stop making them you know compatible for both i do think microsoft has done an excellent job being player friendly and game pass is a phenomenal service you know from day one you know you're going to have a great library so i also am a fan of the design i'm sure the controller looks good i know they got a ton of first party party studios we haven't got a chance to see their stuff you know that's coming next month they say so once that uh showcase uh, is is available and then we also have the sony one which i'm sure will still be in the next few weeks then i think we'll be able to adequately judge which we're more psyched for at, at this time i'm pretty excited for both and same here you know i i do yeah it's it's touch I, you know i'm feeling pretty positive about both of them from this early outset so and and i'm but, i'm trying to do my best money managing so i could, don't have to worry about which one i'm getting so i could get both you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly Mm-hmm. And call it a day. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think if anything, I'm probably, I, I'm definitely leaning more towards getting the PlayStation first over the Xbox Series X, uh, solely because of things like Game Pass, mm-hmm. like where I can like still play most games on the PC. Mm-hmm. Okay, you meant to say you're leaning towards Xbox. No, I'm leaning no, towards getting the PlayStation, PlayStation because because I have because I have Game you Pass. You have Game Pass on PC. Right, and you've got a nice PC. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for the question. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Um, Thank you. Anybody want to talk about what they're playing? Like, uh, I know, Anthony, you got an outline here. You've been jumping into the new Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition that just came out for Switch. Oh, yeah. I just got that in the mail on Saturday, and I think I started playing it on Sunday for the Switch, and it's been good. It's just the second port of it now the first port was uh, after the original wii launch was the 3ds new 3ds mm-hmm. you can only play it on the new 3ds because of the it is kind of crazy to see how they put such a big game on that little cartridge but then again i guess they just did mm-hmm. it too with the switch is like a switch cartridge <laughs> yeah. even smaller. Even, even sm- it's even smaller <laughs> than the 3ds cart but yeah it's, it's good so far it, it was just kind of going through the beginning again of like what i had played i didn't get too far into it on the 3ds i like it it's a neat uh hybrid of like uh turn-based combat with um live action it's like an auto attacker but you choose your skills so kind of like an mmo ish but um depending on okay. where your character's and, positioned and stuff and and this is the game that features shulk one of the oh, characters yeah. from super smash brothers ultimate monado boy somebody that you know most people that play smash are like wonder where this guy's from and he mm-hmm. is from you know raid chronicles you say he's not in the one that came out already on Switch? Yeah, the, I don't uh... think I I didn't beat it, so I can't say definitively. And then they even came out with a seek like a uh, a follow up to that, I guess, to some part of the story in Xenoblade Chronicles two. They really it was like Xenoblade right. Chronicles two journey to something. 
which is like a separate release, which I guess is like a continuation of the story. But as far as I saw in my playthrough, I still have a lot to go with that one as well. So I'm glad I've been playing this first before doing the sequel. Um, that he yeah, he hasn't showed up. It's a new character, Rex, in that one. Mm. Where is, um, is it a $60 game? It is, yeah. I had it pre-ordered, so I was mm. uh, happy to get it in. Cool. Nice. Well, well, I guess we'll be hearing more about that in the coming weeks. It's probably like hella long. Yeah, it's very. I'm only like I think maybe seven hours in, eight hours in so far. That's yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, so like kind of exploring. Eighty-hour game or something. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those biggins too. But I just got my third-party member, and we're on track to go finally do stuff. Now we we've, we've got our big bad guy who we want to go beat up, and I've got the Monado because you don't start with the Monado. You a bunch of stuff happens, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna use this. It's the only thing that could damage all the bad robots. So now I have that. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way to go fight the bad guy who killed my friend. <laughs> Nice. So classic. Cool, classic, cool. Classic JRPG. <laughs> um, well, I want to touch on a game that I mentioned briefly last week, but I got real deep into this week, and it's called What the Golf, which started out on the Apple Arcade, so it was only on phones. They just ported it to Switch, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, give you the, the broad pitch. It's you, you play as a golf ball navigating around a top-down open world, there's little flags everywhere that when you jump into, you're in a level, and the levels vary wildly. They're extremely creative. They're laugh-out-loud funny many of the times. There's dozens and dozens of them. There's probably hundreds, to be honest, if you factor in that each level is really three levels in one. And I think that this game is approaching must-play territory in, in terms of how much it's just made me crack up and... Uh, smile and play. It's a good one to play with somebody that's not really a gamer because the concept is extremely simple. You're just trying to get one thing into to hit a flag, and that can be anything from a donkey as you're navigating a moving train. Uh, they can be low gravity levels like Super Mario Galaxy style. Uh, there's like Angry Birds inspired sections. There's an entire Super Hot inspired section. Um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, so that's fun. It, yeah, like it's, it does a really nice job doing homages to other games, and I think that it's. I don't know if it's still on sale for fourteen ninety nine. Um, I think it's way cheaper than that on the phone, but I think the Switch is a great place to play it because you can put it on the big screen, play it with friends that are over. I haven't even checked out the other modes that it has. It's got like a show a friend mode. It's got a party mode. I've just been deep in that campaign. I'm like seven or eight hours in now and I'm at like 65-ish percent completion and I'm definitely going to see it through. I don't know if I'll get to the 100% because some of the the bonus levels are pretty frustrating. But sure take a bunch yeah. of tries to do that one specific trick or is it like a time, not a time attack? Is there like time trials or score? bonus kind of thing there are sometimes so like you know the bonus levels sometimes they'll be par like you got to get it within five shots sometimes Hmm. they'll they'll just make a funny objective like there's five balls and you can't get in any of the blue ones or something like that Hmm. and again it's just like it's surprising because of like you're you're about I, just check out some footage of the game if you're on the fence about it because it, it's hard to describe it because it's you know it looks like sort of a, a flash game or something that's not very impressive but you you get to come around on the art style and it's pretty charming so what the golf 
fun times, good good relief, good stress relieving game, uh, good fun game to play with your your mm-hmm. girlfriend or your friends. So yeah. like pick it up for when I travel. Yeah, yeah, nice. I definitely recommend it because Tyler's going on his uh, yearly Texas vacation. That's exciting. His yearly right. pilgrimage <laughs> to the river. <laughs> to the river. Send me back some barbecue. Yeah, send All a right. sauce and a cowboy hat. <laughs> I'll bring back some crawfish. Can you bring back a boot? I would boot. love crawfish. <laughs> bring back a big boot of crawfish. All right, you got it. Please. Deal. Yes. Um, I have All really right, been... Tyler, did you have any games you wanted to add? No, I really have been only playing Minecraft Dungeons with you guys. Um, I was mentioning off-stream that I was having a lot of trouble with Game Pass for PC games, even like loading and like working with controllers and, and whatnot. Because uh, I wanted to play Time Spinner with my girlfriend, but every time I tried to load it up, it just froze. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're they're just like select games that don't seem to work right on Game Pass PC, even though they're on there. That's frustrating. Hopefully, they can sort that out. Yeah. You should uh, leave a one star review and <laughs> blame them. Com- oh, complain. There's, there's plenty yeah. of those. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I think so. I was I was looking up uh, Fantasy Fantasy Star Online two because that's now available on PC uh, through the Microsoft Store. Um, yeah, and that game has over seven hundred reviews. It's got a two star rating. <laughs> that sucks. Dang. It's because wow. it was because of the launcher too. Like yeah, launcher it's, it's basically had. mostly just because like the launcher and the game is essentially unplayable due to the launcher. It's a shame. That's a shame. It's a damn shame. Damn uh, shame. Kenny, any games for you besides Minecraft Dungeons? Um, I've been playing a little bit of um Dead by Daylight. Nice. How's that been? Oh right, that's been a lot of fun actually. Um, I've been. That's now on Game Pass as well. Yes, that is on Game Pass. It's been on Game Pass for a little while now too. Okay. Yeah. So is that I, the one we run around? You like Freddy, Freddy Murderer Man? Yeah. So on. I just when I was playing last night, um, I ran into one person playing as Freddy. That was that was kind of scary because he puts you into the dream state and Ooh. he comes and then when he he could go and sometimes invisible and materializes like around you, and then you're run, trying to run away from him. Uh, the game is almost geared always to the winner, to the killer side. Um, you have to almost have immaculate teamwork to get away, or you just have to be mm-hmm. that good. Um, so, are you playing this with voice chat with friends? So, I tried voice chat. Either nobody had mics one time, or there we really couldn't communicate in game with each other. Right? Um, I'm gonna go on the side that nobody had mics. Right? So you're playing with random folk people. I, I was playing with random people, but you know, most of the time I try to get a full full party going where we're all in the party, and then we jump into a match, and you know, we could talk to each other inside in the Xbox party. Um, when we do yeah. it like that, still not a guarantee that we're going to get away. Um, <laughs> sometimes we get two people to escape. Sometimes it's one or nobody escapes. Right? Sometimes the killer is just that good. Um, so is it six v one, five v one, four v one? Always. 4v1. Okay. Yeah, and it's four v one, and we got to repair five generators to try and even power up the door. 
to then have to go to the door and open the door, which takes its own amount of time. Um, the stress, the stress levels are up there. There's moments where sometimes I just, you know, being a team player, I'll sacrifice myself and I'll, and I'll like, while they're working on the last generator, I'll play ring around the rosy with the, with the killers, and, <laughs> you know, dodging them and making them run around a big rock over and over again until he knocks me down and they fix the generator. Um, and then hope that somebody comes and unhooks me from the hook that he puts me on. So, so, so sometimes it's, it's exhilarating when it, when it comes down to that. Sometimes we've, we've gotten into matches where we, it's three of us and where the fourth person dies, we get all generators going. So then there's two doors that are powered up. So then when I know that two people are going to one door and they're, they are like, Oh, the killer's here. I'm at the other door power, uh, trying to open that door because you know, they're busy with them over there. So I can open up this one and escape or. Sometimes I'll open it and then I'll be like, guys, I'm waiting for you guys over here. Let's go, let's go, let's go, you know. Or I'll wait around trying to hook somebody so we could try and all escape together. So it, it's fun. You know, the the highs are the scares because the different killers and different abilities, it gets intense, you mm -hmm. know. Do you, do yeah, we should do definitely you... try playing this one together. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be done. Do you have to yeah. do you unlock the other characters or do you have to purchase them? So most of the cat regular base game characters and killers are unlocked already, right? So you can switch between them. Um, so they have, like, skill trees. The more you use them and the more challenges you do or the more you escape or the more you do in certain categories. So they have different categories like altruism, boldness, um, objective, and, like, you'll receive blood points for doing, doing things that help in those categories. And those blood points, you use them in your talent web. And you'll go up in level and you'll learn new perks for your character that'll make maybe escaping better or maybe evading the killer better or being undetected by the killer um, harder, you know? Mm -hmm. So Does the game have a season pass type thing? It Sorry does. Have, it has a battle pass type thing. Yes, it does. Huh. Okay. That's cool. I, do, I didn't buy it, um, but I, I've been enjoying the game without that. Like, you could truly... Like, if it was just us four going in, we could jump in and not have to purchase anything other than the, just the game. Because if we're going to just be survivors, the base survivors are, are just fine. You know? Mm. Um, can, you, um, can you even keep it up so, with Duolingo? Nope. My Japanese stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Sky Eyes is wondering if you can read Japanese. Nope, not yet. Not yet. I, nope, nope, nope. Iketakimasu. <laughs> We'll need you well. Okay. Uh, you know so what? Actually have... I, was gonna... I was gonna say I have some Silent Hill related um news related to Dead by Daylight. Oh hit us with it. Um Okay, so this May twenty sixth, um Silent Hill three's protagonist Cheryl Mason is Dead by Daylight's new survivor. If you're more into tormenting your victims, Cheryl will be hunted by Silent Hill two's version of Pyramid Head, who's Ooh. called the Executioner here. Dead by Daylight is also getting a new map, yada yada. And then this is from the uh, director of Dead by Daylight. Seriously, no matter how you cut it, Silent Hill is one of the most significant horror video games that's ever been made. It is important in the culture of video games. So being able to work with Konami on such an iconic, legendary license and having them trust us to faithfully bring, in some cases, PS1-era assets into 2020 is incredible. We've been allowed to bring back Silent Hill and bring all this to players who might have even experienced Silent Hill themselves, which is incredibly humbling and thrilling. So that's cool. That is cool, because mm -hmm. honestly, they do pretty well with the killers. Um, 
they have a good assortment of paid content, you know. So hearing that they're even adding Silent Hill, um, the Pyramid Head, I, mm-hmm. I'm not too excited to get chased down by him, but <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fun to see. I, that might be one that I might that might be a DLC pack that I'll buy because I've been actually contemplating buying the Stranger Things one with the demo organ. Right, right. Yeah, I, I just saw that it has Stranger. How much is it? I think it's only eight bucks. That one might be eight bucks or twelve bucks, just because it's a premium one. Um, most of the other ones tend to just be like eight dollars, um, because they have gotcha. that. They have the Halloween one, which gives you Michael Myers and um, Laurie Strode. Is it? Mm, Laurie something. Yep, I think it's Strode. Yep. So it gives you both of them. So it gives you the survivor and the killer. Um, they have the saw. Um, the the girl with the pig mask from Saw. Um, she's a little. She's a little freaky. Uh, because she'll put you, she'll put the, the you know the iconic like head head trap on you uh, when she mm-hmm. when she downs you. So that's a, that's creepy on its own. Uh. Um, of course, they got Freddy. They got a couple. They got a couple. Though. They just added some Japanese folklore monsters that Ooh. are that are ridiculous. Did they put One an Oni in? Yeah. Oh hell yep. yeah. Yep. So there's an Oni, and I forget the other one. And man, the Oni looks crazy cool. I'm know, sure, and it has different skins from. So it's a it's a game that I wish we could all get into and just stream as survivors mm-hmm. because that I think that'll be a great time. That'd be a lot of fun cool. just to go around messing with the killer. It'd be some the whole experience in itself. I'd say. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Oh, so, okay. Just one more question: Does the base game come with any of the killers? Um, any of the not the premium like paid content killer, but it does you get all the base game killers right off right away, and I believe they okay. have one killer that's free. At least it was free on the Xbox, so I'm assuming it might be free on the PlayStation Store. I think it's the Lullaby um, pack. Okay. Yep. Cool. Neat. I'll definitely put that in the download queue this week, and hopefully we can get around to playing oh, it later on. Maybe after we. we conquer minecraft dungeons oh yeah i get, oh, yeah. I get paid tomorrow good. so i'll definitely if if you guys are serious about it i'll buy it on the on the playstation tomorrow well oh, you yeah. can play it on xbox i mean it's on game pass is it on game pass pc though oh i thought i think so oh if it isn't yeah we'll be all be able to play with no, no issue yeah cool we so what else we, what else <laughs> we got right. in the dock are we jumping into yeah i can get it cruising for another yeah, I think we can jump into cruising for a news, and Tyler wants to sing a song. <laughs> I think that was the most. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Cruising, cruising. All right, cruising for a news in the part of the show where we go through some of the stuff that's happening in the video game universe, the stuff that we found interesting and stuck out, and we know it's not all the news that would take way too long to get through, and it's only an hour to an hour and a half long show. A lot of it this week is going to be centered on developer and publisher response to uh, the Black Lives Matter and George Floyd-related news. So I want to start with that. Uh, I think, as Kenny was saying earlier in the show, you haven't seen this sort of solidarity and, and support coming from uh, the games industry like this before or, or the and just the corporate America in general. So um, this is a tweet from Microsoft. Xbox stands with our fans, creators, colleagues, friends, and the entire African-American and black community against systematic racism and injustice. We are proud to join with at Microsoft in amplifying black and African-American voices. 
Uh, and EA, you know, one of the most disliked companies in the world, they've committed one million to organizations dedicated to fighting racial injustice and discrimination in the U.S., beginning with the NAACP and educate Legal Defense and Educational Fund and Equal Justice Justice Initiative, and promised to double match all employee contributions made through its Your Cause program during the month of June. That's pretty awesome. Uh, we have. Uh, Devolver Digital, a much smaller company than Microsoft and EA, but they, uh, they've they donated $65,000 uh, to Black Lives Matter. We urge industry peers and partners to donate as they are able. Uh, Square Enix, a Japanese company. Everyone at Square Enix's offices and studios across the globe stand with our black community in the fight against racism, prejudice, prejudice and hate. We are pledging $250,000 and will match employee donations to support the Black Lives Matter organization and other charities in the effort to help combat racial injustice. Uh, and the big one, for at least our case, because we were planning on doing a, a show centered around it, is from Sony. We have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 event scheduled for June 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is a time for celebration. And for now, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. All right, and so there's some other ones. Um, we got to hear from Insomniac. They've got a pretty nice uh, statement that they put out as well. And I don't want to just be talking too long here. So what do you guys think about companies coming out like this? Uh, and why don't we start with Kenny, I think it's I think it it's definitely needed. You know, it can't just be, you know, the regular Joes protesting or saying anything about it. You know, we need the big companies come stepping out and showing their support. You know, if we want any type of change, so it starts there. Um, and I'm glad it happened because you know this isn't the first killing, uh, but it's far from it. It's it's I'd rather it sooner rather than later. You know, the support. So this this mm -hmm. is a good step in the right in the right direction at least. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I think it's great that all these companies are coming out with this because it, and this in a way is bringing people together and it's shedding more light um, to it in a much broader uh, sense. I mean, it's not just the games industry either that that are coming out with statements like this. So it's making mm -hmm. it more. It, it it's 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 a global thing basically at this point and yeah you're starting to see protests all across the world which is yeah awesome to see i mean uh you saw it's awesome. i didn't I mean, watch yeah, like john boy it's awesome and not awesome because it's like it's terrible that uh, yeah like it's like they're essentially protest protesting america but mm -hmm. america's yeah. shitty right now True. yeah yeah i mean um I didn't mean to say that it's awesome. You know what I mean? No, no. Um, no. Yeah. But I just want to read <clears throat> another one. So this is from Insomniac. Our hearts ache as we struggle through this extremely challenging time. We are hurting. We are grieving. We are angry, too, along, so, along with so many of you. We stand firmly with the Black African-American community as colleagues, as friends, as family. We will not stop speaking out for what is right. We are listening to and doing our part to condemn acts of racism, injustice, and intolerance. Many of us are donating to national and local organizations. We hope you'll also consider doing so. Insomniac will always remain dedicated to making a positive and lasting influence on people's lives within our game worlds and beyond. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, so that was one of the lengthier ones. Um, so yeah, I mean, I did 
somebody did note that Nintendo hasn't come out and said anything yet. And, you know, not that they're required to by law or anything, but it would be a nice show of support. For sure. And maybe we'll see that in the coming days. Do you think it's because they're too family friendly, so to speak? Like I think for sure that they that that's like a big they're like factor. we're not a political we're not a political company. That mm-hmm. that I could see them being just old school like that, mm-hmm. you know, not wanting to put their uh feet or what's the what's the expression? Their dip their toes hands in, it. in the hands dip in the their pot. toe in it, yeah. They don't um, want to smoke pot, they don't like it. Sky as on, on Twitch is saying uh, it still hurts seeing ignorant people use the term "all lives matter" without under actually understanding the term "black lives matter." What do you guys think about the it's, the "all lives matter" people out there? I think just I like think with that, anything, you can come down to you know it's not the tool, but it's the message behind it. You know, or that person who uses it, I guess I should say. So it's like, oh, I just want to. I think that all lives matter is ridiculous. That people think that we don't obviously appreciate that all lives matter. I mean, it's just so tone deaf. And if you can't mm-hmm. understand that Black Lives Matter is supposed to mean something uh, standing for equality rather than superiority, then you're a complete ignorant and self-absorbed person who should really mm-hmm. step back and look at <laughs> your own privilege and your own. Uh, misunderstanding of the fundamental systematic inequalities that sorry go ahead oh no i was just gonna say i'll totally admit it's funny because i was just thinking that earlier today too like but with like i i was driving to get coffee (laughs) today and i was just like oh like you know i all lives matter obviously you know every human life matters you know as well um and black lives matter um but i mean that is a really good point to like you know, don't. It's not a. It's not a show of superiority. It's equality. In a way, I was. I wasn't thinking about it that way. In the way of like, oh, it's superior. I was like, it's just everyone's a human. Like everybody, we all got the same guts on the inside. We all got the same skeleton. We all got the same muscles sometimes. Right, and there's some people that think that maybe Black Lives Matter is a divisive term. Um, you know, it's. Uh... And I, the the most I will say is I can see where they're coming from, but they're wrong. And I think that mm-hmm. they really just need to the all lives matter is not, the all lives matter is not the movement that needs the attention right, right now. <laughs> but I do exactly. think that all lives matter in a broader sense of the term. Well, well every everybody, I think, yeah. I think everybody knows that all lives matter, and I think that by the use of trying to use the hashtag all lives matter is just to try and depower de- and take away from right all the eyes that are on the black lives matter kind of just and... be like oh it's us too like don't forget it's it's uh we everybody the other the other all of everybody else and and it's yeah it's like i can have shitty days too you know yeah. so it's mm-hmm. yeah it's one of those very self-absorbed things but honestly when trying to explain it i don't think there's any better way to explain it than how you did it wiley because honestly mm-hmm. that's what it really comes down to you know it's not taken away from no one else but the injustices, the inequality is right now happening to the black community, right, as a mm. whole. So at this mm. current time, we need black lives to matter. That's pretty much what that hashtag is saying, what that movement is saying, is that currently now, they do not matter, and we need that to change. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's not taken away from anybody else's life not mattering. It's not taken away from power from anyone. It's the fact that you know, th- these injustices are happening, 
and we need people to look at it and really see what's going on. You might not be living the life we're living or, you know, face what we face every day, every day but you need to understand, like, we can't keep going through this another 100 years, mm-hmm. 200 years, not for, our, not for our kids, not for our grandkids, not for our, the rest of our generations, you know, to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's a really divisive time in the country. I mean, I think that started maybe with the election of Barack Obama, and we can go way down a rabbit hole with that uh, and the response that that gave and the amount of anger that it's sowed in a lot of white folks. And I don't know, that was sort of off the off the ball a little bit, but I do That's think okay. that it's been brewing in the country for over a decade now, <laughs> and we're kind of seeing it. We're seeing the pot boil over this week. And, and I truly, we'll one last thing, my bad for cutting you off, Wiley, but I think, honestly, good. honestly, I think it might be, might have been growing a lot longer than that, but the issue is, is that in the internet and social media just became the beast it became within the last 10 years, 10, mm-hmm. 10 15 years, you know, mm-hmm. um, these things could have been happening for so long, you know, and we're that's only, a good point. We're only finding out about it because technology has moved ahead so far that we're catching it in person with handheld phones that can record high quality video mm-hmm. where we can fully see who's doing the acts and who just got killed, you know, and that's the times we're in, like where it's like it's apparent there's no hiding from it, you know, yeah, so nothing secret. It's it's no longer a secret now what's happening and we it needs to change right, but it's true you know mm-hmm. hey, a lot of a lot of disdain and negative feelings were sown into people's hearts the moment we 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 got we you know gained our first black president and it's you know it didn't become any better with our new president right his whole election was oh no it, it got on, much worse was based on you know superiority and you know hate and negative and negative. Yeah, and and and, uh, rapist Mexicans and exactly. So and after even after after being elected, it got even worse. So this that's where we are, and hopefully we've learned from these last four years, and we don't make the same mistake in November, right? I hope so. Yeah, for sure. I know know Joe Biden's not everybody's first choice. He's not my first choice, Um, but I think that it's your responsibility to vote for him if you care for this type of things. So, um, where were we right before that? We were talking about responses from different developers, and um, now let's Speaking talk about Pokemon. The universal uh, heartthrob heart Pokemon. Expansion Pass now, coming um, out. New trailer. Yeah, that is the sort of only other thing that I had in the news. We do, we do have Anthony in the podcast as always who is our residential pokemon master and <laughs> he uh you know we got to look at zapdos moltres articuno slowbro blastoise venusaur whole bunch in this trailer just... um and it's coming out soon i love when yeah. they drop trailers like a week or so before something releases like the expansion pass is coming out i think what it was the 17th they said june 17th, june 17th yep yeah, is the date they set for release, yep. so that's gonna be sweet. But uh, first part of the expansion of the two part, we're getting uh, what is it? It's like Isle of Armor, I think, is the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're getting that, and that'll be cool because we get a bunch of new new wild area, a bunch of new Pokemon being added. 
Um, Venusaur and Blastoise get uh, Gigantamax forms, all their own unique, not just big, but they have their own unique design. And I think another Pokemon are getting that too. I don't know if we're going to get the Sword and Shield starters Gigantamax forms in this one or the next one, but that's going to be sweet to see. And there's a new legendary, mm-hmm. so to speak, for this one that uh, evolves differently depending on what version you have, Sword or Shield. It's going to be sweet. What did you think of the two legendaries they showed, or did you get a chance to see those yet? Uh, the, I don't know what the, the one is. The Kung Fu which, which legendaries? The Kung Fu Panda guy? Let's see. The two new, completely new legendaries. Yeah, Reggie Lecce, uh, right? Ooh. Yeah, Reggie, Reggie Lecce. Re- Reggie. <laughs> and then there's a dragon type called Reggie Drago. I thought that one looked uh, cool because it's just like a dragon head, like a stone dragon head that looked pretty tight. That's pretty sweet. Look back on it. But... I did like the look of them. They look pretty mysterious. And and that's a cool way to go back to the Reggies, you know? Yeah. So retouch on those legendaries and give them some added family. I remember that was like the what first time in a long time when uh, they introduced or I first found out about the Reggies and like Ruby and Sapphire because you had to go through this whole convoluted sequence of that wasn't like written down anywhere it wasn't really any like strategy guides um it was the first time in a long time i think since like missing no that there been some kind of mystique about pokemon like the air is kind of we went back to um it wasn't a time when the internet was as big as it is now so it was like there's a little bit of internet out there but it's more of like word of mouth how that travels kind of like playground mm-hmm. stories of like how you actually go and get it or go and find them because they're all like braille you have to go talk to like a braille wall in one of the ruins you have to have a certain pokemon in your party and then you have to do a bunch of certain specific things in a specific order, and then you have the chance to fight one of them. One oh of yeah, those always like that's always so cryptic. <clears throat> yeah, you have to so get like it was really cool. Though. You have to get like a certain. Did the unknown like have anything to do with that? You you had to get like a certain un- unknown to like, like open Relican, up the passage, which I thought was cool. I think maybe one of the unknown too, but they had the one they showed in the trailer or the new trailer, um, Sword and Shield Relicant, like the ancient uh, like fish Pokemon mm-hmm. that kind of looks like a fossil, but it just like. It was like a rare spawn, but you had to have one of those in your party. And oh, shit. Things. What? Crap, 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 crap. <laughs> your Indian All right, picked so... up. So it's okay. No, but my, my roommate texted me, and um, he wanted Indian food too, and it might be too late at this point. Damn. Um, damn. You can nah, call it an Um... Let's see. Can I call it in now? <laughs> Try it. Does he have his All order right, out? Let's see. We'll, we'll keep the show going. All right. Okay. Okay. You guys keep the show going. Talk about the Game Gear. All right. Game Let's Gear. See. Who wants to see <laughs> it? Small. It's the size of your thumb. It's got four, four different versions. Four games on each version. Mm-hmm. It's it ridiculously just... small. You get the magnifying screen if you get all four. The Sega Big Eye or whatever it's called. The Big Cam or Big... The Big... I think it was like, what, Big Screen, Big Eye? Big Window? The Big Window. Big Window, yeah. The Sega Big Boy. Yeah, I think you were were saying that there's... There wasn't a whole lot of games that you even, like, recognized. No, there's like... I mean, I know uh, Shining Force was one of them. It's one of the big ones. There's like... I think the whole yellow console is like pretty much a Shining Force dedicated console except for one other game mm-hmm. and then there's like Poyo Pop uh, Wild something I'll have to I just had it up here it just there's Sonic and Tails on one of them uh, 
Yeah, they just oh. oh, they're one of the Shin Megami Tensei's. I think that was only previously Japanese before. I could be totally wrong with that. Okay. But it was on one of them. But it's just ridiculous. Like that's just make a bigger screen. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I'm gonna try to put a put it on the stream so that people can see it. Yep. Okay. So here's what you get on each. With the blue model, you got Sonic the Hedgehog, Puyo Puyo Two, Outrun, and Royal Stone. So I don't know. I don't know what Royal Stone is. I've heard of that. Um, oh no, that's the black model. I'm sorry. That's the. the I don't know why it's really like that. That's the black model. Blue model comes with Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, and Baku Baku Animal. I've heard of the last two. <laughs> Yellow comes with Shining Force Gaiden, Ensei, Jason No Kunihi, Shining Force, the Sword of Haija, Shining Force Gaiden, the Final Conflict, and then. Nazo Puyo Aruru no Ri Ru. That, that, that one, that one's my favorite one. I love that. that like, it, yeah, honestly, it's classic. What game is it? Nazo Rara Pupu. Nazo Nazo Puyo Aruru no Ru. <laughs> Sick. I want that. And one. it's gonna be the. It's gonna be an instant hit. And the red version is preloaded with Revelations, the Demon Slayer, Megami Tensei Gaiden, Last Bible Special, the GG Shinobi, and Megami Collins. Tensei. Yeah, Ooh, I like Megami Tensei games. Be, I was gonna say, yeah, because that's that's gonna be one of the old ones. Those are all, the old ones are those are super hard. <laughs> I wonder what that one's. Like. Last Bible, guys, I heard of that one. I got the Big Window Micro. I gotta get it. It's eighty. I gotta. I gotta. You gotta get it. it. Like Hardware itself like is eighty millimeters. One hundred dollars wow. for everything. Yeah, forty-five dollars each. So much. Like Plus a big window. It'll be half the price of the PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. For these, for uh, for how many games? Sixteen games. Sixteen games that you could just emulate. Yeah, I mean, I need it. Don't tell me that, Anthony. I need it. I need it. I do like the Tamagotchi aspect to it. Like I was saying I that earlier. Big, big window micro. I need it. I need the big boy window. I mean, if they put on the. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um... Sky uh -oh. as is asking if we usually play solo games or multiplayer games. I think it varies. I'm a solo. Yeah, I'm, a guy. I'm attempting to start. I think I may. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself, but I think tomorrow is Thursday, right? So I might, mm -hmm. if we're not streaming anything tomorrow, then I might start Last of Us. Start my journey. journey yeah, why, just Wiley perked up there immediately. You, <laughs> <laughs> you have lost dog, and he's just like, my road to number two. I'm calling it. Do it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I can't be the only one playing part two when it comes out. <laughs> I've got to have at least Kenny, Kenny there with me. I'll be there. Yeah. Uh, I guess Tyler. I guess because I don't know if I'll be able to get a physical copy or not. And if I get a digital, Tyler will have access to it. So, all right. <laughs> well, he see it though. Tyler's iffy about the Gibbido games. He's all about the home projects right now. Yeah, here and there. Here and there. <laughs> sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes hot and cold. It's no, okay. Yes, you know. I, I'm I'm gonna need Tyler's hand when he gets back from Texas for some projects in the backyard. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. <clears throat> all right, all right. <laughs> I know it's getting to a point where uh, you can have a little barbecue if you wanted. Ooh, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm ready for it. I just you know I'm just waiting for everybody to be comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go bring out my Grill, Grill Master Supremes 300. Hey, Ooh. there you go. 
Uh, so yes, yeah, guy. I think it's kind of a mix between us. What kind of games we play? I'm more of a multiplayer gamer most of the time, with the occasional solo games like Persona. Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm everywhere. I play just about anything almost uh, between RPGs, multiplayer games, sports games, fighting games, action games, anything. Anthony's Anthony's a mobile out. gamer. Oh yeah, yep. I'm a I'm a hardcore casual. <laughs> yeah, he I love my I love my solo RPGs. Actually, technically, a mobile games you play with uh, other people. I don't know them most of the time, but he plays with them. But I play with them. <laughs> yeah, lately I've been. I mean, I'm usually like eighty percent single player, twenty percent multiplayer, or even ninety percent single player. But since quarantine started, and I haven't been able to hang out with people, I've been playing a lot more with you guys, which has been fun. You know, we played a lot of Diablo, playing Minecraft Dungeons, Fortnite, some. What else? Did the new season start yet? Speaking of that, I think it's starting like in the next few days. Um, a Fortnite. Let me see here. Yeah. Uh, the the Call of Duty season got postponed with everything that's going on in the world. Ooh. Oh yeah, I think my roommate was telling me wow. that. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to drop on. Actually, wow, so they're pushing drop today. It was supposed to drop today, but they are pushing it two weeks. Um, just like Activision pushed the season pass of um, the next Call of Duty season in response to all the protests happening. Wow. Yeah. We're pushing. So, um, anybody want to talk about anything else, or we want to wrap up the show? Uh. Uh, yeah. no, I think we're good I, here. I, I'm kind of just leaning on not yet, just because I like hearing the birds chirping in the background for Ken. It's very soothing. <laughs> yeah, I do really like that. Um, I, I do want to end the show by saying people should look out for a really good article on Kotaku. Just search how to support Black gamers. It's a lot of good resources. Some some podcast recommendations that I'm definitely going to check out. Um, so. Anyway, glad that we could talk about the situation a little bit on the show today. Thanks, everybody, for your your valued opinions and perspectives, uh, as well as all, all the usual game talk. So that's been the Level With You show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for the chat interacting today. We got a few more questions than normal, which is nice to hear. And uh, we'll be back next week. Next and week. And stay level. All right. Black Lives Matter. See you then. Thank you. Stay hey. cool.